Hello and welcome back again to the Breakthrough Active Podcast. It's, uh, it isn't just me this time, I've got a guest on with me, one that most of you are going to know. I've got my good friend and your favourite trainer, Steve, so welcome, mate. Hey, mate. Thanks for having me on. What a pleasure. Long time no uh, speak in the podcast world. It's been a while since we last did it. We the last did one when we, when we first hopped on here. I said, Wolf, it's been a long time. Yeah. The last time we did one was uh, in the midst of the uh, the outdoor sessions and COVID. And, yeah. yeah. Feels like it's well, been ages since we've done this. What would that well, be? It has like, been ages. Yeah, like maybe nine or ten months ago. So That's crazy. I remember we used, to, we used to pop on every day around lunchtime. Yeah. Just be like, all right, lunchtime. And I used to be so excited because I used to have my days spaced out. I'd, I'd run the Zoom session at 6 o'clock, That's go right. for a walk, come back, do the Zoom session at 9.30, go for another walk, <laughs> come back at midday and be like, yeah, podcast, and that, that, that uh, get me all the way to the Arvo. So, yeah, weird times it was. I was, um, I was talking to a few of the ladies the other day at the gym with all this shitty weather we've had. Imagine if this weather was around when we were doing those outdoor sessions. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, that actually, yeah, that actually would be pretty nuts. Because I don't know if I don't know if many people from Adamstown know this, but when we were running sessions out at Cardiff, Jamie and I, <laughs> at time, because you know Brody and Mitch had the luxury of having like an outdoor and like a sheltered area. Jamie and I didn't have that luxury, so we had the gazebos. <laughs> oh, and can you imagine we're the two most unstructured people on planet Earth and two two most unhandiest people in the world. So we, we put up these crappy gazebos. And there was one time where I was well, I had to hold the gazebo down because it was gonna it was gonna fly away. And it literally like took me up a little bit. So I can only imagine now, like probably take me away like Mary Poppins. Wasn't there one time when it actually did like up? Uproot, yeah. and you kind of had yeah, to flipped. chase it down the car park a little bit. Yeah, did a few tumbles. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit, 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 bit more hectic than a tumbleweed, like on those like country western yeah. movies. This was like, yeah, literally tumbled. I did a few rolls, and it uh, landed. It was on the side of uh, Jamie's car. It was just like sort of, oh, like just just sitting there. It just it's, yeah. looking back on it now, it's a bit of a laugh. But um, you know, as you can fine. imagine, Jamie would Jamie would have handled the set the he would have handled it very very well, nice and calm. Yeah, no stress. <laughs> no. It's, uh, yeah, no, I, we we're kind of fortunate in that sense. I put up a video on my page a few weeks ago, and it was a video that I had taken with one of the few rainy days that we had because we probably only had like I don't know three or five or something like in that whole two month period. Yeah. Like, we're pretty lucky, uh, and I took a video of me and Brody and a few of the members training undercover. And I know we had the luxury of the undercover, but what you don't know, or maybe you do, but when it would rain, especially like this, it would all come sort of seeping through the roof. So it would all be wet undercover <laughs> anyway. So we were kind of having to gather in like this, this little tiny corner, probably like two or three metres wide by two or three metres. And the rest of it was just completely waterlogged and there was a whole stream of water going through. So we would have been... Yeah, in all sorts of days. So we had this no we had this notion that you guys were practically at the hilt. <laughs> this is not the case. When it was uh when it was sunny, it was nice. I actually got like a really good tan last winter. It was awesome. Just basking in the sun in my singlet. Yeah. I yeah, I could yeah, I can remember like it was being just being out for that for that long. I remember by I don't know if you and Brady were the same, but by day's end, like being out in the sun that long, we were so like we felt fried by the, yeah. by the end of it. We were just so cooked. 
by the takes, takes, <laughs> yeah, literally, literally cooked. But it takes your energy too, like just being out in the, the sunshine. Like it was good when it was sort of cooler in the morning, the sun would come through. But yeah, it took it out of you. Long days, long days in the sun. No, no massive days. It's 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 funny looking back on them now. Like, yeah, I was actually talking about I was actually talking about it the other day. I was just like I was thinking like but we've like we've we've been through we've been through a bit like together as you know we've been through a bit like geez we've been through some last couple of years yeah made it through this is nothing made it through a few floods at the moment holes in the wall at Adamstown it's nothing we got, we got there's this. nothing we can't there's nothing we can't get over <laughs> uh, so for today mate and you know for future podcasts that me and you do I just kind of want to talk about just anything relevant just shooting the shit really bit of fitness stuff. Bit of stuff happening in social media, a bit of stuff happening in the sporting world, anything else that may tickle our fancy. But wanted to uh, ask you what your thoughts on Nick Kyrgios are. There's a bit happening with him at the moment at Wimbledon. What, uh, yeah. what are your thoughts, mate? Oh, I, unfortunately, like, I, so with, with, with Wimbledon, it's obviously on a little bit too late for us. Um, you know, start at 10.30 at night, whatever, or 9 yeah, o'clock at night, so... I haven't watched any. Of the, I haven't watched any like matches, but I've been keeping up to date with what's been going on and watching YouTube clips and that sort of jazz. Don't really love the fact that he's spitting on the grass. Mm. Like I mean, like it's meant to be. Like it's called, you know, like how at the Australian Open, whatever. It's like men's singles quarterfinal. Well, at Wimbledon, it's the gentleman's singles quarterfinal. So you know, they obviously want you to be a little bit gentlemanly. I don't really think spitting on the grass is gentlemanly, but at the same time. I'm going into bat for Nick because I find him like oh, there's there's a lot there's parts of him that I think shit mate like rain like rain this in, but at the same time I like the fact that he's entertaining. I think he knows. I think he plays on that too. Like for I sure, think, I think he's got an attitude. Like I think he's you know that type of sort of argumentative someone who doesn't mind a bit of confrontation, obviously. But yeah. he, he plays on it too, and I think that's that's part of what his aim is because, to be honest, if he was uh, – so, you know, the other Aussie guy, I think he just Alex got – Alex Demeanor. Yeah. Like, he, he's a good player and, and everything. Is it Demeanor? Yeah. Demeanor. Demeanor yeah. or something. I don't know Demeanor. how to pronounce it. But um, he's a good player, but you don't really hear much on him because he just plays his tennis and that's kind of it, which is good. There's nothing wrong with that. But you hear about Kyrgios like every other day, even when he's just playing like random tournaments in Europe or in America or wherever, like there's always something happening with him. He goes off at a line judge, you know, says something to Ben Stiller in the crowd. I remember that was yeah, like a few months ago. Sure Has a go at the, the umpire or says something about his opponent or, you know, whatever. So that he's not short on controversy. But I, I'm sure you saw it the other day. I think it was the third round. And he wore his um, red Jordans, as to say. Yeah. <laughs> and at Wimbledon, like it's specified that you wear white, white. wear white, white everything. And he wore his red Jordans, and his I think he had a red Jordan hat on as well. Yeah, and, that was to the, the the presser. He wore that oh, red, okay, so he didn't wear that cap. on, but he wore the red Jordans to play. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and then they asked him. The journo's were asking him like, "Why do you wear your red Jordans when he when you know it's specified?" You wear white. You just said, "Oh, I do what I want." <laughs> so he, yeah, he definitely like he's not an idiot. Like he definitely no. knows, um, because like I don't think somebody can be so 
you, you know, he can go from one minute like being all cool and calm, and be like, oh, you know, I'm going to really straighten my ways, and then next minute being the like the wildest man in the world. Yeah. What about how he just walked into the press conference the other day eating sushi? Did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. First time ever. I thought it was sushi train. It was the Wimbledon press conference. And he's just sitting there just like eating his sushi. I think as well, another thing about Nick Kyrgios is, it's, it, and he's, he said in the past, like, he doesn't like he doesn't love tennis like that much. He doesn't really care for tennis that much. But this is going a little bit deep. But I sort of think, I don't know if he actually back, truly backs himself. Because, like, I think if you were to truly, like, if he could truly back himself, he could have done way more than, like, what he's done already. And it's I just very, think as well, like. Uh, it's very easy to, if you lose or you don't amount to your potential, it's very easy to say, oh, I didn't really try or I didn't really give a shit or I didn't really love it. It's a sort of like so an I, easy way out. A bit. I sort of think at the same time, I think, like, I, I do think deep down he wants to, like, he wants to have a legacy in the sport. So I think in a warped way, I think he's like, well, you know what? I'm just going to do this instead. I'm just going to bring more eyes to the sport and have like the, you know, the, the happy Gilmore style, like version nice. of like tennis where, where like he probably just thought I probably won't win a grand slam. So what can I do? So when I leave the sport, people will remember me. Cause there's one, one thing is when he leaves, whether you like him or not, You'll sort of miss his antics, I reckon. Yeah. And that's what I said sure before, like the that other fella, Dominion, and like other good players like Kokonakis and a few other young guys. And and they're arguably like at times better players than him, but you just don't talk about them. You don't hear as much about them because there's just not as much entertainment that comes with it, whether it be good for bad, good or bad. Even the way he um he does like his underarm serves and he does like his yeah. shots between the legs and and he a bit like Happy Gilmore, like he does have that massive first serve. Like Happy Gilmore has the, the big drive, so he, yeah. he can just turn it on. Like, and he is a great player. Like when he great player when he's in that right mindset. Um, did you hear this morning or last night that he's um, he's up for assault with his ex girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that's that, I remember that being in the in the media a little while ago. Uh, and then yeah, like literally. It came came out this morning that he has to face court in like a month or something, and he got told like when he was just practicing like on, on the court. So, because I think they cut this quarterfinal game, they were gonna they they were, they were gonna cut it like they wanted him like. There's been calls like for his quarterfinal match to be like suspended, and the person he's playing to go straight through the semifinals now. Really? I think he's just too far deep into the tournament. I think just let him play, regardless. Yeah. Well, it's just allegations um, at this point, as far as I know. Yeah, and for the most part, like you, you can't like you can't trust everything that you hear either, because you you also think like people want to cash in on certain people. So it's just like oh, okay, like you know, whilst Nick Kyrgios is a name and everyone's talking about him, he's got all this money and stuff. Yeah, well, I might I might cash in. So you, there's those situations yeah. as well. So you just I just don't believe everything. Nah. Everything that I read. Obviously, if it's all true, then there's an argument that he shouldn't be playing, but. Yeah, until he gets proven or whatever happens, it's hard to comment. But yeah, it'll be interesting just to see his next um, next match, which I think is tonight, maybe. Yeah. Even. But yeah, I, I haven't watched. I haven't watched a point because of just the time thing. I normally really? catch up the next day. Uh, Djokovic went through. He was down two sets to love, and then on the next. So all five setter. Yeah, so he's through the semi. So I'm not sure if he's on. 
I think it might be Nadal and Kyrgios in the same side of the draw. Yeah. If Kyrgios wins and then Nadal wins his uh, quarter final in there, playing off in the semis, and they got a bit of history too, which would be cool. Yeah, because Kyrgios beat him in like 2014 when he was like really young. He was like 19 or something. Yeah. They beat him there, but what I got, I got to say, I got to say, whilst whilst we're on the topic of Nick Kyrgios, I don't know if you've heard this, but the amount of times people say that I'm a dead ringer for Nick Kyrgios, it's killing me. <laughs> Seriously, there's people. I, I'm not like I know I'm like I know I don't over exaggerate things too much, <laughs> but there's people in the street. Like I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like I've, I've met strangers that randomly like walk past me and say, "You look a lot like Nick Kyrgios." And <laughs> to be, to be honest, I'm a lot better looking than Nick Kyrgios. Give me, like, come on now. Now I, that I, I'm, I, I get it. Now that I'm looking at you on Zoom, mate, you look like you got a bit of a fresh, fresh uh, haircut, and he's got a very similar sort of haircut, same skin complexion. Same Yeah. So I, I get it. Yeah, I I, I, I've never thought of it. Now that you mention it, you have a lot of the same features, but it's the same features. Yeah, you're an, you're a, a bit of a cocky asshole like him too. That is definitely true, <laughs> and uh, just don't get it twisted. Prettier, prettier face than Nick Kyrgios, please. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, no, it's all happening in the tennis world, and then Origin, where where I got Game Three upcoming. I put in yeah. my tips last night actually, and I was really deliberating on who I was going to pick for the. Um, Blues Maroons game because the I first, first game Shark Storm. No, no, that's a good game. <laughs> yeah. First game I chose. I've got both of them wrong, but I flipped. So first game I chose um, New South Blues. Wales and they lost. And the second game I chose Maroons and they lost. So <laughs> I'm pretty much <laughs> as good as. Did you tip the Maroons? Well, I don't want to tell you, but. So because I mean, we're all part of the Supercomp. That's right. Yeah, and okay. I, that's I, fair. I, my, I'm useless, mate. I, my, my tips are about as good as air conditioning on a motorbike at the moment. I've just got, I've got nothing. No good. <laughs> so, I just took my, I just took my Joker last round. I saw and that. I tipped, I tipped five out of eight, and I was disgusted at myself because five out of eight in a Joker round, not good. Yeah. You want six plus. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a good start tipping tipping the storm Thursday night and they got beat. I was just like, oh, that's a bad start. Did you pick um did you pick the Raiders? Yep. Yeah. Picked Canberra and I picked Parramatta. Yeah. The yeah Ra- three, I, picked, I picked the dra- I got six. I picked the Dragons. And I was like cheering at the end when they didn't call a penalty in front of the I was fuming. <laughs> yeah. Probably they should have had us both on goggle box at the same yeah. time. You're just doing these ones, and I'm just going. Yeah, <laughs> just throwing yeah, it green. Um, but, uh, but no, Origin three will be good. Who 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 do you think will win? I mean, regardless of who you tipped, but who who do you yeah. think's got it in the bag? I think the Blues, mate. Yeah, I, I think the Blues will do it. I think I think I think whilst uh, Moraine's got a good side, but but I just I just trust Nathan Cleary. To be honest with you. I just think whilst any team any team he's in, I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna trust to no end because I think like he very similar like he's obviously got probably better players around him now at Penrith than Joey did at Newcastle, but I feel like he's got a bit of a the Joey esque vibes about him where he just he just makes players around him better and he just like everything everything sort of slows down for him. Um, 
But having said that, he's got a great supporting cast and just the fact that a lot of the Panthers players are in the team with him, so there's a lot of chemistry there. And I just yeah, I just think I get it done. Just his kicking game too. Like you saw it in that first game, they kind of disarmed his his kicking because they put a lot of pressure on him. And then he just was back to his old ways in game two and just controlled yep. the whole game. Kicks goals. Like that, that good defender. He does it all. But you know what's funny? Like, I'll tell you who's taken, now that Cleary's really emerged as you know, New South Wales' best player, it's funny that, like, James Tedesco doesn't even get a mention anymore and how good, yeah. like, how good he is. He's just almost taken a back, like, a back seat. Mm. Just like, you, you kind of, like, I don't even, like, when I'm rattling off New South Wales, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know. Nathan Cleary, and I think I think about like some of the forwards and that, but I don't. Uh, James Tesco is like third or fourth in the line, and yeah. you know I think just whilst I don't know, I just think Cleary has um, got more chemistry there. Cleary is going to be one of those like transcendent, transcendent talents that you know when he finishes up his career, he'll be like one of the greats. I think like he's had a great. Well, actually, he's only this- young, and he's still he's achieved a lot so far. I had this chat with um, Bokius at. Adam's down the other day, and she she doesn't like Nathan Cleary. Mm. Um, and I said I said I said to whoever was in the session at five fifteen, I said oh, this, this might be a big call. I said, but I think when all said and done, I think Nathan Cleary is going to be an immortal of the game because because I could argue that no no player in the history of rugby league has had the start to their career like Nathan Cleary has. Yeah, like so, he's only he's only twenty twenty three, and he could he probably is going to win his second grand final this year. <laughs> another origin, another origin series done. He'll play for Australia at the end of the year. He probably he probably win, he might go close. To, he'll win a couple of Dalian medals by the time his career is all said and done, and he'll probably win a few more premierships. His resume is going to stack up and probably eclipse anybody's resume. Yeah, as long as he stays healthy and stays out of trouble and everything. Stay off uh, TikTok. What's that? Stay off TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that TikTok? Yeah, 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 yeah. Stay off TikTok, when, Nathan. That was when there was lockdown, wasn't it? And he had all these girls. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening, if I hope he's listening, Nathan, if you're listening to this, delete the app ASAP. He definitely would be listening. I'll send it to him. I think uh, I think he would be. Tag him. I think um I think the blues should have Whiten in there at center. Whiten, yeah. Yeah. Instead of I was talking to, I can't remember who I was talking to about this. Instead of, because who who's the other? There's Crichton and then. Stags. They both played last game. Good Tony Stags. Did he play last game? Pretty sure he did. Yeah. Yeah. White, White needs to find his way in somehow. I think he's just one of those players a bit more built for origin. Like he's a heavy hitter and. He's just tough. Aggression. Like he's aggressive. He's tough. White. Yeah. He's just a big. Like he's big too for for where he plays and just yeah he's just built for that that uh, contact I think that Origin brings but he's built for the tough stuff that's yeah. for sure but yeah so, I think New South Wales win I think they win comfortable again mm, I like I like that I'd like to see that but it is up at Suncorp which obviously can change a little bit I they always get a pretty good crowd up there in Brizzy so yeah be good it'd be a good game. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go New South Wales, ten plus. Nice. Let's go the Blues. Put your money on them. Let's go. I, um, we might move on from sport just in case someone doesn't like sport and they just have tuned out forever ago. But yeah. <laughs> um, what else we got? Music in the gym. So I, I've sort of 
got a little bit stale with my music previously in the gym. I mean, I still like it, but I feel like sometimes I just play similar sort of stuff all the time. So yeah. I've actually gotten a few um, a few older songs that have been remade. So there's a few ones like Down Under and Elton John's, um, what song is Tiny Dance. Oh, is it? Is it the, or is it one that goes, it's a Yeah, what song is that? That's Rocket Man. Yeah, yeah. And a few other ones there. So I've just been playing and I found all like all these playlists that have been like redone old songs. I think people are liking it. I've heard a few people say yeah. it's a cool song. What 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 have you been playing lately? Oh mate, I I I'll tell you what's always a goer. I don't know why. No one's no one complains about it. If ever you put on the Foo Fighters, oh, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know why. They just no one complains. But I've got a like I was, it was last Saturday. I was I was in a bit of a rut and I was just like, right, where am I going? And I found this pretty cool um, playlist and it's called like Metal Covers. I've, I've listened to that actually. Oh, it's really good. There was like, um, you know the song Maniac? She's yeah. a maniac. Yeah. This, this, it was so good. This bloke's like full on riffing it. And he's got this like real rough voice. And he's like, she's a man. And it's, and it's just <laughs> like a really sick beat. So it's it's good it's good when like songs like that, for example, like where people know, but yet like the music's really like upbeat and sort of like heavy at times where people yeah. want to like get amongst it. So I've been I play that I play metal metal covers, but man, I'm still I'm still going to the classics. I'm still doing like Foo Fighters radio. So like anything that's yeah. Foo Fighters related, and if if I'm going like. So the three, the, the, there's three radio stations that I go to with Spotify. It's Foo Fighters Radio, Kanye West Radio, mm. and I go, I oh know I go Aussie. There's four Aussie Barbecues, Red Hot, and then the, the last one is like either either Calvin Harris or David Guetta Radio. Yeah, hard to go wrong. I just mix there. them up, mix them all up. They're good for the most part. Yeah, I def- Foo Fighters get a huge run for me all the time. I mean, I-, I like them, but, yeah, I think it's pretty widely accepted as being good music. And then I've actually got, yeah, a few similar ones, like songs you sing in the shower. I think that's one of them. And, like, um, road trip songs, like the albums. Yeah, that's playlists. Cool. They're just songs that yeah. are kind of, like, sing-alongs, but they also have, like, a decent beat. But I'll, Songs uh, you sing in the shower. On- Andre like Rio. He'd be in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It would become a. I'm a. I'm a great singer in the shower, mate. I, I really just find my tune in there. Is that because no one can hear? Exactly right. Yeah, you're your own critic. You're like, yeah, <laughs> sounds pretty good. Good echo. Nice. I'll um. I'll share with you the um, the playlist I've been playing lately, mate. Tell me what you think. All right. So, you, have you listened to the metal the metal covers? I think so. Yeah. I, I I've also there's like. A couple of them on there, like Lady Gaga, Poker Face. That one's on there. It's like a Is metal it? version. Um, there's a metal version of uh, Black Betty. Like, uh, good. Not, yeah, it's pretty good. It's not pretty the Spider Bait version. No, nah, nah, that's a that's a good one. But yeah, like a heavier one than that. But yeah, good to mix it up. But I'll tell yeah. you what else works a treat as well. Just it covers all bases. Good old seventies disco. <laughs> like a bit of, bit of, um, do a little dance, <laughs> make a little, ah, oh, Stevie gets, Wonder, gets everyone going, Stevie Wonder, BGs, all of it, all that, all that stuff. Because 
because everybody knows it. So like everybody can get like get down to it. Lol, how's the pun? Um, nice one, mate. Yeah, I don't know. Hall of Notes. Oh, don't, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started on Hall of Notes. Woo. Um, last one, mate, because my Zoom isn't going to give us too much longer, about seven or eight minutes. Yeah. Obviously, it's been raining a lot. Like, it's been absolutely pelting down. Have you seen sort of many people on Facebook that are starting to really criticise, like, the government and how we need new drainage and how we need new roads and how we need <laughs> this and that? I saw, a post, <laughs> I saw a post before. It was about... Um, the test is ho- test is hollow up at um, Gilston Heights or Maitland, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, and it's flooded again for like the a millionth time in a row. So obviously, like it does need something needs to happen because it rains for a day and then it floods. But you should have seen the comments. You should have seen the comments. Every last one of them was an expert talking about what they need to do, where they need to like pull the money from in other parts of the government spending and allocate it to this. Even some people are saying like how they need to like shape the road and what type of bridge it should be. And I was like, oh yeah, we got a lot of experts out here. So you know, you know, we're in the world of social media, mate. Every, everyone's an expert on everything. Yeah. You see it, uh, you see it with the origin and stuff too, when people are picking their team and, and saying who should be playing what and who needs to go. But. It's the same as like the big one for me, like in, re- in that regard, is it, like most people know that are listening to this know that um, I'm a UFC fan and it's like, you know, so and so will fight a certain way and it'll be, and then they'll get on, like someone will get on a comment and they'll say, oh, you know, you should have really slipped the jab a bit more and you should have used the jab here and you should have like used his footwork a bit better. And, you know, this is, this is, Kev- this is Kevin from, Kevin from the pub. Like, <laughs> yeah. shit, like this is Kevin from the pub saying that. Like, don't be, like, don't be telling him how to fight. But yeah, the social media world, just everybody's an expert at, at everything and everyone's got an opinion about something. Armchair critics. Armchair don't, critics. I mean, I don't, I don't love the armchair critic. I just think, like, you know, the, go- the government will do what they the government will do what they want at the end of the day. My my dad um, my dad's found Facebook in the last few years for like for the first sixty two years of his life he didn't know how to turn on his iPhone barely and now he's an avid Facebooker and I'll be scrolling my feed you know just checking out things having a bit of a look through all of a sudden I'll see some random post about the <laughs> Labor government. And Chris Doan will be commenting below saying what a joke it is and what needs to happen. <laughs> you know what's going to happen in a couple of years? It'll say Chris Doan, MP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't have, part of it is he doesn't have uh, too much else on his plate. So he's, he just scours. Just commenting. Scours the social media world and gets in. And he, he likes to have a bit of an argument with people on there too. Like he'll, <laughs> I'll see him responding to people's comments who are talking about, Certain policies or certain things. Chris Doan's getting in there with a bit of a bit of his own opinion, telling him what Would he thinks. Would you, um, if your dad like decided to like run for mayor, <laughs> which he probably will in a couple of years' time, <laughs> definitely, yeah. If he decides to run for mayor, do you think he'd make a good mayor of like Newcastle, Chris Doan? Mm, I wouldn't vote for him. Wouldn't vote for him. Wouldn't wouldn't give him a wouldn't give him the satisfaction. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be just going nuts on like <laughs> even more nuts on Facebook with the MP yeah. next to it. It's, Don't I give him the MP, people. Whatever you do, he doesn't really know how to use it too much either. Like he'll, 
I think when he sees like someone comment on something, he thinks that they've like made a status or that they've made the post. So like, let's say it's an article about the drainage system at Wall's End and someone comments on that. I think he almost thinks that the person who comment on that has put the article out. <laughs> like he, <laughs> he just doesn't really, I don't think he fully understands yeah. how, how the feed works. Yeah. So, so it's like the classic now, like if anyone's watching this is, You'll understand. It's like the classic thing when, like, people are on FaceTime, like the seven-year-olds are like, <laughs> can you see me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Or they're looking, like, real close. It's like, yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah. Dad, oh, if that's you're watching this, he also texts like this. Yeah, that's the classic. Nice. Looking back. Does he have glasses? Yeah. Just for reading, not all the time. As well. Does he does he sit him on the bridge of his nose when he's when he's doing this as well? Yeah, that's yeah. the class. That's the classic look. That's the that's the that's the sixty plus text look. This isn't just a uh, podcast to rip on Chris Stone. <laughs> he, he's <laughs> well, my dad, and I love him dearly. But it's just it's funny. It's funny seeing uh, seeing his interaction on Facebook. He, he's an armchair expert too. Actually, he loves to comment about. The bunnies, or he loves the, the rugby, so about the wallabies, and he's got his two cents to put in every time. Chris Stone, Chris MP to you. You'll see it. You'll see it soon. Next don't, election. Don't forget it. <laughs> right, eh? We might pull up stumps there, mate, but thanks for hopping on. We'll do it again. Do it again soon. Thanks for having me. Hello. Right, eh? See you, mate. See you, mate.